He's a gorilla of destiny, a bullet club OG, continuing on the legacy of the most feared name in all of wrestling. From Tonga to Japan to America, you are now entering Tamas Island with your host, the babyface heel, Tama Tonga. Yo, welcome to Thomas Island Podcast. I am Tama Tonga with my man Ross Berman. We are here going live from Japan, from Chicago. But first <laughs> and foremost, guys, we want to thank you for joining us here. And uh, we want to thank our sponsors, Manscaped. Guys, Mother's Day just passed, but we got Father's Day around the corner. So, Mama, time to repay that favor. Get your mans the new Manscaped 4.0. This thing is futuristic. Me and Ross just has some talks about the new things that's coming out with uh, mm-hmm. not it's not even new anymore. It, it happened last year. It's called uh, Encounters of the Fifth Kind. Some yep. Encounters of the Fifth Kind. The other one was Unacknowledged. Some space crazy aliens. You know we like to talk about aliens on the show, man. But speaking of that stuff, man, it looks like Manscaped is on some alien type shit, man. Look like they're <laughs> working with the aliens right now. Manscaped 4.0. Go get it. Use code name Tomic at twenty percent off. Ross, I know you got the new Manscaped, man. I know you. Oh yeah, dude, you've they, been using it, right? They no, yeah, I've I've got everything. I got the I got the the <laughs> lawnmower. I got the nose hair trimmer. They have been they have they have hooked me up, and it has been uh it. You're right. It's some futuristic stuff. It's unlike anything I've ever used to to groom myself. In fact, I kind of don't get me wrong. I'm not uh, if I'm gonna get real personal about it i gave up grooming myself for a little bit now i, I do it regularly <laughs> they've made it they've made it so easy they've made it they, they really have brought us from from 2000 late all the way into 3008 as as the old black eyed peas used to say and so shout out to manscape for making one hell of a product that really it gets it gets the job done and it makes you it it keeps you clean and trim that's the you're, best you're way. in a relationship right ross i am i see i am in a i'm in a relationship for about oh it's like eight years strong now going on hey. yeah yeah. I'm I'm yeah. the same man and, and sometimes you know this happens when when you are in a relationship you get comfortable you let go of things you're like man she'll be all right she can deal mm-hmm. with that <laughs> if I can deal with it she can deal with it but no that's not yep. how it works you guys gotta keep it fresh in there man come on come on guys gotta keep it fresh for each other women get that for your for your man so this father's day or just for no fathers hey all, all the sons out there get it for your daddy if that is that appropriate <laughs> No, yeah, get get it for your dad. Dads, get it for your son. Look, grooming grooming doesn't have to be a grooming doesn't have to be a sexual thing. Grooming is just it's a health thing. If you don't if you don't keep yourself you know clean and you don't keep yourself groomed, you end up you end up risk for infections. You end up risk for rashes. You end up risk for just bad smells and all kinds of weird stuff. And so there's there's nothing wrong with with you know making sure that everyone takes care of themselves, whether it be on their face or whether it be down below. That's right, man. So now, guys, wrestling is on fire this week. We that what is what is going on? What's what's I, why, why is everybody all of a sudden loving wrestling right now? What's going on, Russ, man? I, I I'm I'm trying to explain it like you are, man. There's a there's a new wrestling boom right now. Raw was number one on Monday. NXT was basically number one on Tuesday. Wednesday, AEW had the highest rated show they've ever done with blood and guts. Uh Damn. impact. 
Impact has been doing the best numbers they've ever done since they started this this crossover with uh, AEW. Don't get me wrong, there is there have been ups and downs, but it has stayed at a at the highest numbers that this company's ever done. And so North American wrestling is it's on fire, man. There is there is this this electricity to it. Now we're a week removed from from uh blood and guts and now they've got mox and nagata and a pretty loaded dynamite it feels like and uh nxt just announced they're going to do another in your house special with the old wwf in your house nostalgia look with with todd pettengill and all that and so it seems like everyone has taken this ball and and rolling with it now that nxt and aew aren't you know colliding for people's attention uh, the rising tide is raising all the ships it's a beautiful day it really it's it's fun to watch i even a cynical, you know, even a cynical asshole like myself can can't help but get <laughs> get like this warmth in their heart. And I'm, I feel like the Grinch going, "Wow, it maybe maybe wrestling can be cool again." It's it's hey, wild. All we had to do was just get out of each other's way, and that's it. Yep. And and we let everything blossom, and that's that's good news, man. That's good news. Now we just need to throw some new Japan in there. I know mm. right now it's a little tough out here in Japan. Maybe we need to come across the waters and do our shit out there in America. That is. I, I was just about to say, y'all need to, to bring everyone over for like a vaccination tour, head to California, get the Johnson and Johnson one and done. Like we, we got, we have more than, we have more than we know what to do with. There's actually a bill at the Illinois legislature right now to make it legal for bars to give out a beer and a shot to people who've gotten vaccinated. <laughs> a beer and a, a shot. <laughs> beer and a shot. Because it's it's illegal to give away alcohol, but if you add this little incentive for for the COVID vaccine, now you maybe boost those numbers. We have more vaccines than we know what to do with. So come on, come on over, get get the shot, you put on a show, and when you go home, you'll be fully vaxxed. Yo, that I mean, damn, we've got so much vaccine over there. Japan could use a lot of that right now. They are struggling yep. over here, man. They are struggling real bad, as you can see. Uh, New Japan has canceled their uh, wrestle uh, Grand well, Slam here. We've I got I got to correct you. It's 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 postponed. They haven't postponed. It's, that, it's, it's it's like uh, last year's uh, Wrestle Dynasty. It's still technically will happen at some nebulous time in the future. But just moving into the future. Exactly. You're right. But it's, it, it, but they moved it away from this month. So yep. I'm you know uh, it's all because of what's happening out here in Tokyo. What's happening out here. In all major cities, the the rise of COVID uh, infections and and I mean some of our guys here got uh got hit up man and mm-hmm. uh, luckily so far I must say I am not one of those guys. Who are those guys? I don't know, but I'm nope. not one of them. Nope, and, and uh, it's it's not ethical for any of us to ask before anyone yeah. gets like it. It's it. New Japan has gone above and beyond as far as transparency and respecting the privacy of the now nine people who have tested positive for COVID-19. There were two from WrestleDontaku weekend and then the subsequent uh, the subsequent tests after those two positive tests, they found an additional several, uh, an additional seven uh, positives. And so a, a shout out, hopefully everyone has a speedy recovery from the uh, from from the strain that they've got but uh what is what is kind of the how, what's the feeling over there in in japan right now how how is everyone kind of coping with the uncertainty um it, it, it's a little uh, chaotic on the foreigner side because we mm-hmm. don't know a lot that's going on uh you know what, what's going to happen next but i think that's just something um that all of us including the japanese side are all trying to figure out what is mm-hmm. next what we're trying to do next so once we found out uh, about the, the guys that got COVID or um, the tested positive, 
we've been trying, you know, we've been trying to figure out what's the next move. What do we do? Because I was scheduled to go home here right after uh, mm-hmm. uh, Grand Slam on the 16th. And now because of the whole situation, I have been a little bit prolonged here. So we've changed some scheduling. And I think it's just the not knowing that's causing everybody to kind of go a little crazy, crazy mm-hmm. here. And uh, but uh, props to New Japan. I have to give them props. I've been I, you can see I'm in my hotel room. I've been quarantined mm-hmm. here in my room here since I came back from after wrestling Dontaku. And they, they get sent me a. Uh, a thermometer here or, or oh whatever it is yeah and, and i also got my uh they sent me some tests i gotta keep, keep okay. doing it to make sure that i'm still good and uh so far so good and hell yeah <laughs> like it, it, it's good that they're sending you like care packages and stuff like that i do think about guys like like kevin kelly flew over to japan to do english commentary for wrestle grand slam and then i mean i would assume he's just stuck there with y'all until they can they can kind of get him <laughs> no they sent oh. him back already he came oh in they sent him back already? <laughs> yeah. okay he came well, in good. four days and they, they're like hey we got we we gotta send you back any guys that most guys that are are not um you know yep. they just they just flew in they just turned them around instead of them unless they we've got like wrestling unless the wrestlers that we need to be uh having them for the next show here which will be probably be next month if everything turns out well so we'll yep. see we'll yep. see yeah, and and like I said, I, a shout out to all of y'all as you deal with the kind of uncertain uncertain times that are going on in Japan right now. As as we said, there are nine positive COVID tests in, in New Japan. NOAA, All Japan have gone to, to no, uh, no audience shows. The Olympics are in a state of flood. We don't know what's going to be happening with the Olympics. There's, there are already Olympics that are going to be happening without tourists. And so it's now... Now that adds, this is going to add a whole nother kind of hitch in that giddy up. And then now y'all also have to deal with the former mayor of Chicago. Rahm Emanuel is going to be the, the new U.S. ambassador to Japan, which I'm, I'm kind of hoping he send Joe Biden is sending Rahm Emanuel over there to be kind of like a pit bull for this, the country of Japan. The guy who can argue with the, with, uh, you know, various people in the U.S. over the resources we may have that, that Japan desperately needs right now. Because um, yeah. Rob Emanuel is a pit bull, and he is, he is someone who, if he's there to be kind of fighting for Japanese interests to the people of America instead of vice versa, that could be a very helpful, uh, a very helpful ally in the fight to, to get y'all not only some vaccines, but some, some kind of, you know, help for how the, yeah. the state of emergency is going, not only in Japan, but also in places like India and, and the other places where it's, it, it's getting out of control. And we've, and like I said, we've got more vaccines than we know what to do with right now. It's right. Just, the, the demand I, is, is plateauing. Yeah. You, no, you're, you're right, man. I hope uh, homeboy can come here and negotiate some, some shit, make the ball roll here, you know, get mm-hmm. it going. Cause um, they're from the news that I'm reading that, they're just trying to figure out how to create uh, like places for the vaccines to roll out. And like yep. these, these, I don't even know what the, you know, what's the problem here? What What's going on? What is it? Just mm-hmm. the, Cause they got vaccines here. It's trying to get it. It's trying to get going it's, now. Do they have enough? No, I, you know, but I, I did just had a problem here. There's something in the news. I think um, while they were rolling out the vaccines, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, the guy, there's the businessman and his wife got put in front of the line. They cut the line. So that became like an uproar. Yep. And uh, yep. 
we had we had that same problem in Chicago. The CEO of uh, Loretto Hospital was was caught kind of giving out like they were distributing vaccines in jewelry stores. They were just in in like random ass places that this guy was able to kind of hook up his his more powerful friends. But we, I mean, we did we did eventually get the distribution thing down. I got mine in the parking lot of the United Center, and I know Japan has places like Tokyo Dome, like Yokohama Stadium that are apparently going to be empty this month. They can mm-hmm. if they need to use some sporting venues right? to. To start shooting some people up, that might be that might be the place to do it. I'm ju- I'm just saying. I'm looking at the New Japan schedule. Yokohama Stadium's open. You can fit a lot of people and a lot of needles in there. Hey, I'm, I'll tell you what. Who's going to be the first one that gets home to get this shot? It's my ass. That's what. Hell yeah. Right. You know, I kind of like. I was bullshitting last time I was home. I was like, I'll get it. I'll get it. But now that I'm yep. here in Japan, yeah, I've been here almost damn near three months, and I'm like, I gotta get. I, as soon as I get home, I gotta get that shit because it's already hard enough trying to get that here. So. I know yep. America. Hey, America. Oh, yep. <laughs> I'm hoping. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping Nagata's able to stop by a Walgreens. Oh, while he's over here. Because, like, Nagata. I'm ser- no, st- <laughs> seriously. Walgreens, CVS, Walmart. We got a lot of places they're doing walk-ins, and Nagata's in. He's he just traveled from Dallas to Jacksonville. He's in. He's in the area. Man, I'm yeah, gonna text him right now. You better go get that shot, man. He's gonna be the Ooh. only Japanese wrestler there who got the damn shot. Because, only because he's been in America. Yo. Oh man, it's gonna be Nagata versus Muto in like three, three, three months. The only two vaccinated. <laughs> no, but seriously, bitch. Blue Justice, get it, get it hooked up. Um, <laughs> he he's with Mox here in the, in the next. Was it what day is it? What day is it over there, man? Over here, it's oh, wow. Tuesday, so it's Tuesday. gonna be tomorrow. Yeah, it's gonna be gonna be tomorrow night. He's gonna be facing Moxley for the IWGP United States Championship. They had a little preview fight on New Japan Strong recently, in which Chris Dickinson got to tangle with uh, Yuji Nagata and a bunch of uh, uh, I think Team Filthy kind of got got a little bit involved there. It's gonna. Be, I think it's. Uh, the idea of Yuji Nagata mixing it up with a lot of the guys in New Japan Strong is it's it's very tantalizing because the man has some uh, the man has some experience to offer. Uh, oh, what what Papa Nagata? I just saw this at Fumiko here. Papa Nagata is right. That's the name right yep. here. Papa Nagata is legit right now, man. He's he's legit. I I can't. I'm. I'm I'm more than happy for him, you know, being in America and doing what he's doing, especially on a platform like uh, AEW and against a hot name like Mox, man. It's still strong. He's he's still strong, man. Still going on. And uh, he's, I love that. It's his first time back on TNT television since 1998. So he will be he will be another one of those bridges from the WCW, WCW. Monday Night Wars to now that uh and and i'm i'm stoked for it because they're everything that all the ingredients to a great match are there because you've got nagata who is still as as he keeps saying in his tweets he's the oldest 53 years old and he's still kicking ass and then you've got moxley who's been really going hard into the mma he's been using that bulldog choke he's been using a guillotine i i really think it's going to be a i think it's going to be a fight and i'm i'm excited especially after the amount of blood we saw last week on aew it does kind of feel like anything anything on the violence chart is possible now on tnt television (laughs) hey i i'm i'm happy for the man you know i hope he brings that title home it's Mm -hmm. it's he'll he'll be the be the guy to do it too and so uh best of luck nagata Nagata son, man. Papa Nagata. I like Papa, Papa Nagata. I like that name. Pa- that, that's, that's, it, it, it sounds like it from Green Mile. You know, yep. Papa Nagata. Papa, Papa, Na- Papa Nagata. 
<laughs> That's great. They said they said Papa Nagata could fight ten <laughs> men at once. He was sixteen feet tall. He weighed seven tons. Papa <laughs> Nagata had legs like tree limbs. He, yeah, it makes him sound makes him sound like one of those old West heroes, like Paul Bunyan. Oh shit, Papa Nagata! Hey, but did I say Green Mile? I meant to say uh, Eight Mile. Damn, Eight that, Mile, Eight and Mile, also, yeah. <laughs> Eight Mile, Papa, Papa Lock Doc, Papa Doc, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm, just, I'm like I'm picturing him with the chain. Now he has, he has the the blue father shirt where he's got the, like the Godfather parody logo that everyone did in the like the late '90s rap albums when it was like the Dog Father. I think Biggie Smalls had one. Like everyone, everyone had a Scarface cover and everyone had a Godfather parody cover. And so, and I, I think the God has done the same thing with T-shirts. I know he's got the Godfather one. I wouldn't be surprised if he got a Scarface one in there somewhere. If he doesn't, I hope you're listening. Get vaccinated. Get Scarface shirt, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, dude, he's he's an ass kicker, and it's gonna it's gonna be a hell of a main event on a, a pretty loaded AEW. Uh, in and like we said, North American wrestling is is on fire right now. New Japan Strong is kind of uh, a part of that. Now that you've got guys like Yuji Nagata coming through, it does feel like it does feel like that NJPW Strong isn't the island that it used to be because it used to be like this is where everyone who's kind of stuck in America could still wrestle on the New Japan mat for New Japan audiences with New Japan eyes wow. and, and trainers. And now now the door to Japan is a little more open. I mean, it's it, it's going to be trickier in the in the coming days, but with Nagata on there, with guys like like in the same way when you had Kenta, yes, he lived in America, but it, it, yeah. does, it does add that crossover to the NJPW product that is going on in, in Japan. And so the more that the more that those two brands blend, I think the better for strong and the better for for a new Japan, because it adds that who's who's going to be just as much as we're wondering who's going to be coming from Japan for new Japan strong. I think now we're also once the state of emergency gets up and and done with, we're going to start wondering who's going to be coming from new Japan strong on over to to Japan. It's going to be I saw I saw saw an interview with with uh, Chris Jericho and he Mm -hmm. was talking. He was talking about craziness and I want to see your thoughts thoughts on this he was talking about an, an invasion angle mm-hmm. aew coming out here to japan to invade japan what is your thoughts on that i love it i absolutely i think it's i think it's fantastic i think it's everything that new japan was built on like in the, in the early days of new japan it was guys like inoki facing the the greatest wrestlers from north america and from you know various places outside of japan defending the honor of japan and i think mm-hmm. aew especially with the history of their launch that is that's just a perfect that's just a perfect bad guy to invade new japan for new mm-hmm. if new japan is going to fight for the honor of japan who mm-hmm. better than the guys who said you know what we're going to go try and be bigger than japan we're going to go try and conquer the world from jacksonville florida and mm-hmm. so i th- i think that I think there's a lot there, especially if it's not just Jericho, especially if you can bring if you can bring Cody, if you can bring the Bucks, if you can bring Kenny Omega on over, mm-hmm. finally get that that uh, in music we call it the tonic chord, that resolution to all of this animosity that you kind of mm-hmm. you've kind of felt because they're because while everyone's been getting along in North America, the AEW New Japan tribalism is still very much there. You know, I feel like in the fan bases there is still that that schism and i think an invasion angle is the perfect way to finally let them let them vent and let this all kind of be put 
you know, kind of left in the ring, so to speak. I, I, there's just, there's a lot, there's a lot there. I, what do you think of, of an no, AEW invasion? I, I think there's a lot of meat on that bone, like you would mm. say, right? There's <laughs> a lot of meat on that bone, and there's definitely a lot of things that they can go with. Uh, Jericho put in, he, he could see himself with um, who he said tag him and somebody versus uh, Tanahashi on Okada. And Ooh. and he was I you know and I and I was like okay that's cool. Now he named off all top stars right now. Yep. Here's my here's my grab and I wanna I wanna ask this. This is a conversation that I wanna have with you is okay. So when you got these stars here, you got these big stars and and when Jericho naming off these the you know Tanahashi Mokata, what is happening with the other guys? See now see these guys have been at the top now for how long? Right, mm-hmm. we are not doing enough to build the younger stars. So when you when you ride angles like this with guys like Kenny Omega, Young Bucks, Cody, yes, there is a lot of things. To, you mm-hmm. know, there's a lot of loose ends that need to be tied up, right? Like yep. there's still these things. But what happens to the younger guys? What happened? There's a gap. There's a big hole right now to bring up because if these guys go Okada, Tana, our top stars go, who is there to fill? Who is coming up? Who is this? Mm-hmm. You need this rotation needs to go. And I feel like I like, I like Jericho's idea. I think it's a yep. badass idea. I think everybody who's listening would, uh, uh, would agree. But if you were to think the future right now, you're, you're riding on the old stock and nobody's getting built up. So when this old stock goes, what happens? How do you with the invasion angle? Like, I think oh. you know you make you make a fantastic point because like AEW is. I feel like they're trying to play catch up right now on a lot mm-hmm. of their young stars because I think mm-hmm. like until until Hangman Page somehow wins the AEW belt, he's kind of plateaued. Mm-hmm. MJF is is kind of getting there. I think blood and guts was a good showcase for him, but I don't, it's still just him and Jericho. And so it does feel like there is this glass ceiling for guys like Anthony Agogo guys, like, mm-hmm. uh, like Ricky Starks, who just got, apparently is going to be uh, away with an injury for a few months. Um, it, it, they, it does beg the question of how do you, how do you build these stars? Cause like, even, even if you didn't just base it off of Omega, Cody, the bucks, like say you have the pinnacle, show mm-hmm. up in in njpw mm-hmm. there's really only one there's two young stars in the pinnacle mjf and wardlow right. and then you've got ftr who are xwwe guys and so there's still sees it's it's not building young talent it's just giving guys who have been kind of in wwe for a long time a showcase and then they've mm-hmm. got sean spears who again is not he's not a young up-and-coming talent right. he is he is just someone who uh is is kind of at their at their not not peak but he's at he's he's kind of he's he's at that point where the, he's kind of hit his ceiling and yeah. so it i don't know who the like unless qt marshall's factory shows up but even then i don't know if they're ready for something like that there is mm. that gulf you're right there is this there's this big gulf outside of like rare exceptions like darby and i think ethan page and scorpio sky are kind of like just about there but i don't mm. i don't know how there they are and Dar- darby's probably injured so i don't know i don't know again where where he would fit into that where uh, would the angle the the invasion angle uh be most effective AEW coming in new, new japan or new japan coming in 
to AEW. I think it would be more. I think it would be more effective AEW going to New Japan simply mm-hmm. because if New Japan goes to AEW right now, they're gonna. It's it it it. Whoever has home field advantage is likely going to win. Mm-hmm. And so I think if AEW comes over to New Japan, they get the the positive news that hey, their fight that relationship is healed. Yes, it's an invasion, but it it's a it's two companies doing business together still. Mm-hmm. Um, and New, and New Japan gets the the you know the victory of finally getting getting a win over AEW through uh, through the the actual feud itself. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I think if New Japan comes over to AEW and just kind of gets beaten by like Omega and Cody and like Christian Cage. It I don't know if it has this I don't know if it has the same pop. I don't know if it has the same zeal as it would with Omega returning to like guys like that returning to Japan. That's mm-hmm. the that's the story. That's the meat of it. But then it then you do run into that that kind of problem impact wrestling's having right now where do you want the whole meat to be hey come watch guys that don't work for us. Mm-hmm. Come watch guys that aren't going to be here forever, mm-hmm. um, which which works in the short term. But in the long term, you got to make sure that those guys that are going to be there forever are going to, you know, be able to keep those keep those eyeballs around. There's some question if, if Impact is doing that right now. The flowers are blooming, the grass is growing, and it's time to chop the weeds. Thanks to our sponsors at Manscaped, you can trim those holes safely and efficiently. I'm talking about ball trimmers, y'all. Manscaped, the global leaders in men's below-the-waist grooming, have an exclusive offer for the Thomas Island audience. If you use our code, TAMA, and you'll get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Join the 2 million men who trust Manscaped. They're here to make sure your balls are trimmed and smelling nice. After all, it's time for some spring cleaning. Manscaped has all the tools to get you spring ready. Have you heard about the Weed Whacker? It's a nose and ear hair trimmer that provides proprietary skin-safe technology which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. There's no more gross nose hairs flying off into the wind. Plus, the premium Manscaped Weed Whacker uses a 9,000 RPM motor and a 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. Manscaped is making it easier than ever to whack your weeds and also to make sure that you have the most confidence while also providing hygiene. Speaking of incredible hygiene, Manscaped has formulations to keep you fresh and ready for everything that comes your way all day. The Crop Preserver is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. It's starting to get hot outside and this is crucial for your balls to stop sticking to your leg. I use it. It's great, especially as the summertime gets swampier. If you go to manscaped.com right now and use the code TAMA, you'll get 20% off and free shipping. That's right. Use the code T-A-M-A for free shipping and 20% off at manscaped.com. Manscaped, shave your balls. Right. right. See, that's what I'm trying to figure out here. Like, I like Jericho's idea. Yeah. I think it's, a, it's, a, it's an awesome idea. But, like, the two questions is, what happened? okay, what about our younger guys? Because you're talking, you're matching mm-hmm. up with older guys that already set stars. And what happens when that, that fuses out? You guys leave. This is over. Yeah. How do we, you know, how do you, how do you bring up the it's, younger guys? Well, and, and I think this is what you saw in various invasion angles in the past, like whether it's WWF and WCW, whether it's UWF and uh, I believe the NWA. It, at the end of the day, it's hard to tell an invasion story 
Mm-hmm. You can tell, like, you can tell us, you can, there can be an arc to the invasion, but it's kind of, it's more of a firework show than it is a story. It's, it's, oh, wow, wow, now we've got this dream match, now we've got this dream match, now we've got this dream moment, and then the finale is a whole lot of fireworks, and it's, it, but it's not, it's not a narrative. It's not something that can be sustained. A fireworks show has to end. A story can, can be teased as, as long as you need it to, but with a fireworks show, it's, you know, there's a, there's a shelf life there, and I feel like that's, that's the appeal of Jericho's suggestion right now is the, ooh, look at all that. Look at all that that you'd be able to do with, with the story. But it's not, it's, not a, it's not a long term. It's not something mm-hmm. that I think would, would, would do a lot of business for anyone long term. It would work right now. I think right yeah. now it would get a lot of eyeballs, but I don't know if right. it would keep those eyeballs for either one. I don't know if the New Japan's fans who see AEW would stick around for more AEW programming. And I don't know mm-hmm. if the AEW fans that you know, show up for, for New Japan would stick around for just New Japan programming. And so it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, it, it's a gamble, which I know AEW loves to name their stuff after, after gambling, you know, related, stay a double or nothing, casino, all in, <laughs> that kind of stuff. But they, I don't think they would, they would actually roll the dice that way. And I, it's same with, mm-hmm. same with New Japan and Bushi Road. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's, a, if it's a risk worth taking. If you did, I think it could be fun, but I don't know if it could be, it, it, I don't know if it's sustainable. I, I could see like some things, like if, you know, I could see an evasion angle with, I'm I'm reading here on our chat box and I see uh, Corey Fitz here naming Jay White versus MJF, right? Yep. Now the MJF obviously you can see he's a rising star. He's yep. he's somebody with a mouth. Um Jay's got a mouth. I think these two uh can definitely hit off on an in kind of invasion. No, I don't I don't wanna say invasion. Ah, uh, would it, yeah. would it be like, if it was an invasion, would they could it be them instead of these instead of of Jericho gonna, instead of like the older older guys. Yeah, like because I don't I don't know if I would. I think my problem with like something like Jay versus MJF is they're two mm. very similar similar guys, and mm. I don't know. I sometimes similar guys can work together in the ring, and sometimes it can kind of be like an oil and water situation. I don't know, mm. you know, because like. I, I think Jay White is at his best when he's fighting someone like Kota Ibushi, where like it's his smart cunning versus their just sort of sheer blind luck. Mm-hmm. And so when you go <laughs> like when you go when you go cunning for cunning, you end up with stuff like Go Shiyazaki and and Katsuyuki Fujita staring at each other for thirty minutes because no one no one wants to make the first move, and so they mm-hmm. literally stare. At, and so it's it's. I don't know. I like. I see in the chat here, Jay versus Cody. That's a little bit more of a. Uh, there's a little bit more something that's got some substance to it because it's it's a yin and a yang that I think could work mm. together, and it's a it's a it's a clash of of not just styles but of of, of a different type of ego. Because I think MJF and Jay have the same kind of ego. They're young and they think they can rule the world. Mm. Cody and and Jay have two very different types of egos. Cody already thinks he rules the world. He already mm. walks around like he's a king. Mm-hmm. And Jay is the one who can say, actually, no, this has been my time. This has been my era all along. Sorry that you, you know, haven't been able to come outside your bubble. Um, <laughs> That's true. I like that. Yeah. Uh, it's it's that kind of that kind of din- dynamic that I think you could get a lot out of. I think it's why why Jericho and and Okada work so well, and why Jericho and Tanahashi worked so well together is because Jericho Jericho is absolutely at their level but he's just a little bit uh just a, he's just a, he's just a little bit more of a prick about it you know he's yeah. like they're three of the best wrestlers in the world but I think I think Jericho's the only one who will tell you he's the best wrestler in the world the other two will just be like I'm I'm the ace and Okada's like I 
I, I'm Okada. You know I'm good. You've seen me. You know he's he's a very he's very nonplussed about how good he is. Um, <laughs> That's true. He's not hum. He's not humble. He dresses in gold and he makes it rain. You know dollar bills, but he's, he's definitely dry about about his his ego in a way that Jericho is just not. Jericho is Jericho's a showman. Um, a good bringing up a good point in the chat though. If we're, we we were talking too much about the top of like if we're doing a full invasion, the tag huh. team's got to come into it. You get a group like Santana and Ortiz versus God. Now there's there's a match I'm seeing right here from from mm-hmm. uh, from the chat. I, I'm, I'm I I told you before. I think they're they're a team that would definitely like mm-hmm. to face. Uh, they just came out with a with a paint job here lately, and I and I got tagged in a lot of a lot of posts <laughs> and. A lot of people uh, haven't seen dead presidents, huh? Right. I, I'm like, I, y'all need to chill out for a second. Their like their paint job doesn't look anything like ours, right? Maybe the white if it was white, but you know how many people use white paint? Come on, yeah. <laughs> white and black paint. <laughs> but the, but if you ever seen dead president, that is where they got their uh, idea from. Uh, and come on, people, come on, <laughs> I know. relax, no, chill I'm- out for a second, man. I'm with you. We need more media literacy in the in the, the wrestling <laughs> fandom. And especially since like like uh it was either Santana or Ortiz, one of them shared the dead president's poster like the day before. I just mm-hmm. saw it because I was following them and was like, Yeah, it's uh-huh. a good movie. I agree, that's a good movie. And then the next day they show up in the whole getup. Everyone in the inner circle's got the the prison jumpsuits from their mm-hmm. uh their respective hometowns. I I was a big fan look. I don't think they used the right camera angle for the very final shot when they threw Jericho off the 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 cage. But I I I'm, I liked Jericho getting thrown off the cage. I liked the idea of it. People, people wanted him to actually die. <laughs> I, yeah, well, and that's the thing. He's like, I, I don't I don't know if it's people it's not wanted real to die. enough. Yeah, it's like I, it's like. I understand people like me who are like, look, I, there are different camera angles where it can look like that hurts a lot more than the one they got of him. But that doesn't mean, hey, throw this 50-year-old man onto concrete. I'm not, don't get me wrong. I'm a jackass fan. And if you tell me you're going to throw him onto concrete, I'll go, I'll watch it. But I'm not asking for it. I've never, I've never asked for, never asked for anything that the deathmatch people have put themselves through. I didn't ask for, didn't ask for any of the neck bumps from all Japan wrestling in the 90s. I just, but if you're going to do it i'm gonna watch it and i'm gonna probably go oh because i'm I'm because i have i have i'm in many ways 12 like that i was i was a jackass fan from a very young age and so if someone promises me that they're gonna get hit by a bull i'm gonna watch them get hit by the bull i don't know if it's a good idea i don't know if it's a good idea to get hit by a bull but i'll watch it hey if you say you're gonna do it we we want to see it now (laughs) we didn't say it we then okay then whether uh, whether Wrestling fans don't like half measures. I think that's what it is. <laughs> oh shoot, man! Hey, props to Jericho, man. Still yep. fifty plus years old, or fifty years old, and still, still scrapping it with the young guys. Scrap, you know. And props and, to and Papa Nagata. Still, yep. you know, the oldest fifty-three year old, however old he is, and still scrapping with these young guys. Still, still mm-hmm. going on strong. Um. Yeah, man. I, yeah, no. I got to give props to Nagata every day. I see him at the gym. Every day. Every day he's in the gym. There's not a day off I, I see with this man, except maybe on Sundays. But that's just because just I don't go to the gym on Sundays. So, him, him, him. 
him and Kojima are two guys who just, they really, you can tell by their Twitter presence, they hold themselves accountable, keep themselves in the gym yep. regularly. And it, I mean, it shows. That's why, that's why Eugene Nagata is able to, to come over to Jacksonville and have this, this fight and why people are so excited is because like, he's been able to maintain that ass kicking. He's been able to, he's, he really, I, I was, cause, because New Japan Global, since they don't, you know, you guys don't have an event coming up, their whole thing has just been all Nagata all the time on that Twitter feed, yeah. hyping up the history of Nagata. And like, he hasn't lost a step. Like, he, there is, there is, there is very little you can say, there's very little difference between the Nagata of 2021, the Nagata of 2011, and the Nagata of, Nagata of 2001. They're all the same ass kicker. Papa Nagata is a, just a badass. I'm excited. Oh, I'm psyched for that match. I'm vaxxed up. I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a friend over, so we'll be like actually I'll be like hanging out with people, watching wrestling for the first time since the the pandemic started. It's gonna be it's gonna be a great time. I got I gotta figure out uh I gotta figure out a stream here how to how to how to catch it here. I know we've been uh I'm using ExpressVPN uh yep. to get through to watch whatever it is uh, here in Japan. And for all y'all, you guys can get three months free when you sign up a year with ExpressVPN slash Tama. Little little shot there, but. I gotta figure it out. You gotta give me a stream. What's the free streams these days? <laughs> give me some. I don't. I, I, don't I, hotel room. I don't know. I'm a square. I pay for Sling TV. Like I'm. <laughs> I oh, just. It's... I instead of having cable, I just have Sling TV. That's my. That's my thing. I don't. Maybe you can do that with a with ExpressVPN. I'm gonna um, check it out. I'm gonna check it out. Figure out how to watch this thing from all over here. And actually, if you're international, there should be a there should be a fight. I think fight. T- it might just be in the UK and Canada, but I know Fight TV has been also broadcasting on Wednesdays. Uh, worst comes worst comes to worst, we might we might find you a free stream off uh, off the record when we're not when we're not talking about it on uh, on Twitch. Because uh, oh, yeah, it's yeah. it's going to be a fight. It's going to be uh, it's going to be a a just a a wild wild Wednesday. There are some oh, there's some people oh, dropping yeah, some yeah. streams in the chat. Uh, so <laughs> Corey, yes. You can see you get, uh, Corey Fritz here. Uh, we got WatchWrestling.LA. They stream it live. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> shout out. I'm doing some we'll promotion out here, but I gotta check we'll it out. <laughs> we'll see if they're still. We'll see if they're still up tomorrow after this free promotion. But <laughs> shout out. To- <laughs> shout out to Corey Fritz. Um, shout out to Corey Fritz. It's it definitely. Uh, it definitely has people electric, and and like I said, I, you're kind of seeing the old, the old borders melt away now that now that NXT is on Tuesdays and AEW is on Wednesdays, and it's not the, it's just it's not the battle for people's attention that it, it used yeah. to be, um, and it's I, I'm I'm stoked for it as a North American you know wrestling fan who gets to actually watch wrestling live and and in all that stuff i i'm stoked for when when new japan and noah and all of y'all are able to to kind of get back up and running because uh i know noah had to cancel their their cyber fight it looks like or the cyber festival um there are there are a number of of shows that have been have been affected by this um but it definitely it does it does look it does look bright in North America. AEW is going to be touring again. They're going to uh, Dallas, Texas. They're going to Miami. They're they're kind of it's a small tour. It's only about three dates. But then also independents like GCW are touring again, and so people are starting to get 
back on the road, back to normal. It sounds like WWE is trying to start going back to touring around SummerSlam. So sometime in, in August, they might be on the road. That's the, the rumor that's floating around. I'm not, I'm not reporting it. I'm not saying it's, you know, confirmed, but that's, it sounds like SummerSlam is going to be their return to return to yeah. touring. I'd, who knows? Maybe New Japan Strong. Like I said, California is supposed to be opening up in June if, if all the vaccination statistics come in. New Japan Strong could be on the list of, of people bringing in uh, bringing in, in uh, audiences. MLW is going to be taping in July. And considering they just brought back Dario Cueto and the kind of Lucha Underground legacy to their Azteca Underground, they, they've got a kind of fresh thing going on Saturday afternoons, which is a a perfect time for wrestling. I believe they're Saturday at, at noon Eastern on Vice TV. Dark Side of the Ring is is running. Did you see the the most recent the premiere of Dark Side of the Ring? Uh, the Brian Pillman one. Yes, indeed. Yes, yes. I, I I I couldn't. I I loved it. I loved it. I yep. liked. I like where they're going. I haven't seen. Has the second one come out yet? No, the second one comes out Thursday night, uh, and okay. that's going to be the the Nick Gage one. Shout out to to all the guys who work over at Dark Side of the Ring. It's it's a fantastic show. They really have they yeah. they walk a very good line of just presenting people as as they were. Because I think you yeah. walk away from the Brian Pillman documentary understanding that a he probably could have been one of the greatest had he not gotten in that car wreck. Had he had he not kind of been. Uh, uh, cut short so soon, but you all—they also do not shy away from the the demons that the man had. Right. I mean, not especially with the stuff that they were talking about with his first wife. It was—it right. sounded very, very rough. It sounded like a—it it was a a three dimensional picture of the man. And so I'm excited yeah. to see what they do with with Nick Gage, who is not—I mean, he's another guy who's not an angel, but he's also someone who is very well spoken. I'm excited to see the the interviews that they they kind of have with him. Um, but it, especially when you contrast it with the the fact that WWE has been doing this partnership with A and E, they've been releasing these biography specials that kind of seem to. It's it's positive or negative depending on how they feel about people. Like the Randy Savage one was all about what what a drug addict he was and what a crazy oh. guy he was. It was no, they were like they they brought they brought Gorgeous George on talking about how he was on ecstasy on Nitro and the, it was really just a a hatchet job of Randy Savage. Whereas everyone else gets these glowing pieces where like Damn. they 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 certainly they certainly hid some stuff from the uh, from the Booker T documentary. They they did not touch on some of the more uh, exploitative. Uh, storylines that he got put through they made it sound like he he had a much easier time in wrestling than even Booker T I think is willing to admit he's had um, the Hulk Hogan documentary was rife with uh, inaccuracies it, it, they, it, it's definitely a tale of two cities over in, in wrestling documentary world right now in, in North America it's it's very uh, very but shout out to Dark Side of the Ring they do a fantastic yeah. job of just getting of, of getting the facts straight and getting the getting the the tone right because i think you know they go so far all over the place like you've got stuff like the new jack episode or herb abrams where it's uh, there's a lot of just party stuff to stuff like the owen hart episode that is a it was a truly one of the i think one of the better televised documentaries of like the past year i mean it's just it, it the heart that it had and the care that it took for uh the story of owen's family and letting them kind of talk about how uh, stuff they they dealt with uh, the the fallout from his death and and even doing stuff like Dark Side of the Ring got a, an Owen Hart uh, shirt out for the first time in in twenty years to mm -hmm. to you know 
to benefit the Owen Hart Foundation. This time for the Brian Pillman episode, there are now t-shirts for Linda Pillman, the aunt that basically raised all the Pillman kids. Remember her from the documentary where yeah. she's like, like she's the glue that holds the Pillman family together. She's got a t-shirt now. You can buy it at ProWrestlingTees.com and, and proceeds awesome. proceeds help out Linda Pillman finally give the wrestling business, give something back to a woman who, I mean, without her, Brian Pillman Jr. does not end up in wrestling. He's, he's yeah. I don't know. Based on the way they, that the, the story that kid told he definitely she steered him in the right right path yeah. to the point where he can be as a as as put together as he is it's I, a salute to him actually how like you could tell when you look at uh ryan pillman jr don't, don't he isn't he like a spitting image it's all three just all all three of the kids were yeah. spitting images of brian the man has some very strong genes it was like a, it was like <laughs> it was like whenever whenever quagmire gets in trouble on family guy where the kid shows up with the same chin it was like every <laughs> Everyone had the same Brian Pillman like look, yeah. like from from his eldest daughter to the daughter who said that like she wasn't even getting royalties to Brian Pillman Jr. Who's just I mean, literally, that's just his that's Brian Pillman as a as, as a uh, in a different form. Um, you could just, tell that you could tell in, in Junior's, uh, you know, uh, the way he, yep. he works in the ring, man. Mm-hmm. They just like is that real athletic. You could tell he, he Got everything that his pops got, man. And and he apparently he got a pass from Team Taz on AEW because like Team Taz have been adamant they're the only ones that get to wear orange, but they're like he's he's Pillman's kid. He he has more right to the color <laughs> orange than we do. The the kid's dad was actually a Bengal for Christ's sake. So uh, shout out to shout out to Brian Pillman Jr. for uh, for you know really car- carrying on that legacy and now he's he's got uh, Griff Garrison as his tag partner. They're the Varsity Blondes, and I. I there's a lot there's a lot of upside there there's gonna it's gonna be a team that i'm i'm interested to see how they grow without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day you're the ones who get it done at granger we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies count on real-time product availability and fast delivery Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Um but yeah, did you did you catch any of the, the Elon Musk SNL this past I, weekend? No, but I caught no. his Twitter of uh, asking people <laughs> if they accept Dogecoin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, I mean I if I were him, I would I would maybe maybe give up on the Dogecoin thing. It seems that his <laughs> Seems that his his appearance on SNL coincided with Dogecoin just kind of dropping thirty percent and never recovering. Like they thought it was going to go over a dollar, and now it's uh, a lot of people are out, a lot of money. He was so unfunny that he broke a <laughs> meme currency. Do you know how? Do you know how hard you have to try to to turn a meme into like it? Baffling, baffling. Uh, just the, the quietest think- SNL. I think that's why he was trying to uh, to tweet yep. about Dogecoin and like if like being accepted uh, for <laughs> I don't know if it was Tesla or for SpaceX. For Tesla, yeah, no, Tesla. I, I, yeah, he was like, "Is Tesla going to start? Can you buy a Tesla with with Dogecoin?" Dogecoin. He was he's trying to pull face so he can bring it back up. That's what I think he was trying to do because he shitted on it so bad on SNL. He, I don't know how he can save face. He literally called it a hustle during Weekend Update. You don't come back from that. He literally said, "Oh yeah, no, it's just it's just a grift." But please come back to my grift. It's like Bernie Madoff being like, "Yeah, it's a Ponzi scheme, but don't you want to see if it pays off?" <laughs> Oh shit! Come on, Elon man. 
You're smarter than that, man. Come on. I I just I watched it and I kept thinking to myself, the man has more than a billion dollars. He doesn't have to do this. He just if I had a billion dollars, you would never see me again. I like I I would went like even if if I had a billion dollars, I would be hiring someone to be like be the fake Ross Berman for all public hey, appearances. That's what Bill Gates' wife said. If I have a million dollars, <laughs> peace out. <laughs> You'll never see me again. And see Bill, what's up with Bill, all these with these billionaire divorces, man. I, I, no I know idea. what happened. Exactly what you said. If I had a million dollars, <laughs> you'd never see me again. I'm out. <laughs> like, exactly. I don't. I don't know. Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, everyone, all the billionaires are getting getting divorced. If I were Elon, I would hold tight to Grimes because uh, you're next, buddy. Uh, I mean, unless I'm trying for the, to think. for the third time, second time. Yeah, so like, like he's been. Yeah, he's. It wouldn't be the first time, but I mean, like unless unless Mets owner Steve A. Cohen gets like gets divorced, I think Elon's next or, or Mark Cuban. I don't know. But uh, it def- it definitely it definitely seems that the, the divorce is in the air at Davos or whatever that sweet uh, the Swiss uh, uh, conference is. Uh, that's that's the that's the end thing. That's the end thing right now with the billionaires, man. Yeah. You know, well, every, everyone's gonna everyone wants to be a billionaire. That's that's the new that's the new thing. Like that's everyone's everyone's a temporary temporarily embarrassed billionaire in America until <laughs> and, and, we're, and we're all like one day away from being Jeff Bezos rich it seems like. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't uh, get it. I I still pay for everything with money. I don't have any bitcoin. I don't have any ethereum. I don't have any dogecoin. I just I have I have cash. I have a savings account and that's that's it. <laughs> We can keep it old school, you know. Yeah, no, I I literally went into Chase and I was like, "Give me the least sexy savings account. I just want to put money in there, and I want it to sit there. I don't want it to grow. I don't want it to shrink. I just want it to stay. Just stand still. Exactly. Stay put. I'll get. I'll come to you when I need you. I'll or I'll just add to you. I don't know. I just want it. To, I just want it to be a hole that I'm tossing money into, and then someday my kids can pull out pull from it. Ah oh, man, that's great. But <laughs> hey, guys, we're gonna wrap it up there. Thank you very much for joining us here on uh on, on Twitch, guys. On chat, we're watching you guys. That's an awesome conversation. Thanks for feeding us those. And uh, Ross, thanks, man. Thank you for the for the info. What's going on in the wrestling? Keeping keeping contact with us. Where can they find you, Ross? Oh, I'm over at Ross W. Berman IV on Twitter, Ross Berman IV on Instagram, Ross Berman.bandcamp for all my music. And we get we got a happy hour coming up this this Saturday for all the, the Thomas Island Patreon subscribers. So head on over to Thomas Island or to patreon.com backslash Thomas Island. Hit on that Islander tier. Uh, and we'll we'll this week we 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 didn't have a guest host, but next week we will we'll be pulling back from the guest hosts again. And so uh, if you want to be if you want to hang out in happy hour, you want a chance to to maybe fill out a submission and come hang out with us on the podcast. Like I said, Patreon.com backslash Thomas Island. Thank you to all the subscribers in the chat. If you want to chat with us on Twitch, hit that subscribe button. Uh, we'll be this is where we do it every week. Beautiful. You guys can find me at Thomas. Uh, where Thomas? Thomas Island. Yeah, you can find me at Thomas Island. Yeah, yep. and uh, Instagram, uh, the good bad guy Tama Tonga. You can find me on Twitter, Tama underscore Tonga. Guys, join us on ha- on the happy hour here in Thomas Island, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. All right, Ross. Thank you, guys on Twitter. Thank everybody, you. thank you very much. See you guys next week. Thank you for listening to this week's Thomas Island. Find more great Thomas Island content like the Shotgun Series, Weekly Happy Hour Zoom Course with Tama, 
video versions of the podcast, and much, much more at patreon.com forward slash Thomas Island and visit at Thomas Island on Instagram and Twitter.